Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torby Mason. This week, Dana Ehrman and I watched Season 6, Episode 4 of Married at First Sight Australia. You can find Dana on Twitter and Instagram at airhead, that's E-H-R underscore head, and find us on Twitter at T-O underscore pod and on Instagram at welcome to reality M-K-E. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. And now, onto the show. Welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. I'm here again with Dana Ehrman. Dana, how are you? <laughs> I'm filled with rage. <laughs> Dana, it's Valentine's Day. We're together recording. We won't. This won't come out on Valentine's Day, but we're recording on Valentine's Day. That's all well and good. The rage isn't even because of Valentine's <laughs> Day. It's because of how we've treated Britney Spears. You know what? I am also filled with rage in regards to that. I I love Britney Spears. I always have been, but I was part of the problem as well. I, you know, God, I was too because we we were all swept up in it. You know what? This is frankly, this is a conversation for a different time. Truly, because I will talk about this for a hundred hours, and we have love to talk about. And I I was thinking I didn't even plan this to be a you know, Valentine's Day recording about love, but we watched Married at First Sight Australia. Australia, the <laughs> land down under. <laughs> Amazing. This was very overwhelming for me. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I think we've talked about in the past that Married at First Sight, the American version, is something that I've seen uh, of my own volition in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. But then this was like Married at First Sight on steroids. Yeah. Like, the the first thing that uh shocked me was the number of couples yeah i so i watch married at first sight as well i love it i've missed a few seasons but generally i watch it watched it all um and i'd always heard that the australian version was fantastic but i i i had never watched it and they're airing it on lifetime but they're doing that thing that they do with um, like Great British Bake Off, where this is already aired. So this was filmed in 20... This is their, like, 2019 version. It's season six, episode four, that we watched. Right. So I tried to wiki it, and it's very confusing because there's, like, 15 couples on the wiki page. Like, you know how... I mean, I know you know. On Wikipedia pages of reality shows, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. the charts you get... Yes. Like, with the different shaded boxes and everything, like, the charts were humongous. I couldn't begin to decipher it. Agreed. And it seems like, so obviously you've watched the American version, but the American version is like, you know, we meet the four couples or whatever, three, it's been three up until recently and now four. But we kind of, like, can you believe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, we get a fourth couple. How great. But this seems like, um, kind of more in the realm of like, um, Oh gosh, like Love Islander or or have you, you have, wait, did I make I feel like I made you watch that one time. I've never seen Love Island. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, but it's more like it's sort of a revolving door of people coming through. Um, but these yeah. are couples. It's not like they're trying to date each other, which makes it weird that there's some that come through part way. But I mean, perhaps it's like, did you watch the I think it was the most recent season of the American version, but they asked at like week four I think because it's like eight weeks but they asked at week four if people were like actually serious about continuing and they all had to like reaffirm it at like halfway through so I wonder if they do something like that on this show and then they if anyone breaks up they bring on new couples or I, I don't know I don't know first of all I haven't seen the latest American season so this is the first time learning about that and that's such a weird thing to yeah. like You've gotten that far in and they still have to ask you, like, you still cool with this? Like, I don't know. It's, <laughs> how have you gotten to this point? Yeah, well, there's been a lot of format changes in the American version. And I'm not sure about this version because I did try to avoid wicking it too much because um, the 
you know, spoilers abound because this exists or it's already been aired. Like the whole season has already aired in Australia. Um, but like, they, <laughs> uh, I can't tell if they get together. Like the American version now has like where the the women and the men will like have girls night guys night they like do couples nights together like originally the couples were on their own with their friends like didn't see each other um so i'm wondering if they do that with these folks where like they get together more often because i will admit i did skip the first like two episodes of this because i don't like watching the wedding episodes (laughs) (laughs) which i do with the american version too (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah, my my favorite episodes of of Married at First Sight are the ones like the first two when the experts are just trying to figure out who to pair together. And then I like the wedding episodes simply because it's just the first time like they see each other and they're like, "Oh my god, this is my husband." Yeah. And honestly, as the seasons progress, I lose interest. <laughs> you know what? It's like now I'm just watching people argue. I don't what am I doing? <laughs> but you know what australia proves superior it's overwhelming like i said because of more couples but this episode was uh so much different than like your typical american episode in that um i think because there are so many couples they don't waste as much time on the cutaway interviews um to each individual person just going over and over again what they're looking for in a partner. That's what I hate about the American version is they just cut away to these people to say stupid things that everyone feels like, I just want my husband to be like my best friend. And they (laughs) act like they're saying something like revolutionary. Yeah. And there's just like not a lot of that. Like, this episode was just these couples together doing stuff and that was awesome it was just the action you know what i didn't even think about until you just said that that there really were not any interviews on this show any and especially like with the experts we saw the relationship Mm. expert like twice don't remember his name very unmemorable yeah whereas in the american version you're talking to Pastor Calvin Rhodes. You're talking to Dr. Pepper Schwartz. You're talking to that woman who went, eventually fell in love with one of the contestants, you know? And this one, it was just like, it's just down and dirty, the couples. Yeah. No, I also will say, having watched uh, UK and Australian reality TV, um, one of the things I think they do right is they have these, like, the voiceovers, uh, of the quote-unquote host like they do narrate it a little bit more than and maybe this is this is what it is they don't have the interviews they don't they don't let the interviews narrate they have like this like soothing woman come on and be like over with Heidi and Mike I'm not gonna do an accent because I can't do it but (laughs) they are they're cuddling in bed and then you and I I always find it like so enjoyable the way that they or the way that they like narrate it I agree. Well, and I just want to thank you for giving us another episode with wonderful accents because whatever <laughs> yeah. we watch that is at accents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Best. Um, yeah. And I, I genu- generally have a hard time with Australian accents and understanding Australian accents, but I felt like I didn't have a hard time with most of these folks. I mean, there were a few times, oh, goodness, what's her name? Um, Jessica, Jessica, that I was like, I don't know that I can understand anything she's saying. She is the one who, um, uh, he was, he accused of being on the show for like Instagram follows. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like only like when she got angry, did I lose the ability to understand her but they very helpfully had subtitles so it must not just be me so yes that's true (laughs) (laughs) oh yes but I agree it it was just overall very soothing to hear everyone speak in those Aussie accents 
You want to just go through like couple by couple and we'll talk about. I absolutely do. Okay. Who do you want to start with? You pick. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Well, do you want to, can we split this up with like who seemed, who at the beginning seemed good? (laughs) Didn't. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, let's see. So is it Heidi and Mike? Yep. Heidi and Mike, two uh, very fit people. Yep. I'm getting it right. Yeah. Um, they're very physically attracted to one another. Yeah, very cuddly in a way that day three or whatever it is, I, I don't know that I'd be there yet. But Right, and, and most, from my viewing experiences, most are not. And yeah. they were all about, I mean, she made a point in her rare interview to be like, I just, I, I love the hair on his body. And I, I just love like, like she was all about touching him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and speaking uh, of hair, her hair is like what I dream my hair looked like. And it's nowhere near that. Hey, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> My hair's straight. I, I don't have <laughs> that like kinky, like really big, like beach curl hair. I loved it. I thought she looked great. Yep. Yep. But they, so they are like locked in. It seemed like, wow, the experts got this one right. Truly, I, the, from the other episodes that I've watched, I was like, these two seem like, they would be per- like if they were my friends separate from the show like if i just knew both of them i'd be like Heidi and mike would be great together they do seem like they would f- work well together i agree i agree and you know they have a quality that well first can i just say when we're talking about this i i don't know any better than any of these people i would like do the same things they're doing but I have the benefit of watching this as a show, and the point of this is to talk about them. But I, I don't know any better. Yeah, 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 yeah. But a lot of the couples, like, they've signed on for this humongous thing mm-hmm. to marry a stranger, and they go mm-hmm. through the ringer to get through this process. And then, yeah, like, in the beginning, they're so hesitant. And it's not like I don't get that but like what Heidi and Mike have is like they dive in right like and I think that's important because what else are you gonna do like you gotta give it a shot agreed 100% I one of the things that drives me insane about the the American version at least uh is there there is often a couple where one of the people will say you know halfway through the season uh, I just can't open up to this person because they're a total stranger. And yes. I, I, as a, per, a human being, I understand that. Absolutely. But as someone who has agreed to be part of a <laughs> a TV show where you're arranged marriage, it's like, no, you have to like open up to them and like, and see if this works. Like, that is w- quite literally what you signed up for, and it's not going to get any easier. Yeah. Like, you just kind of have to do it. But thank you. You you nailed it perfectly. It's <laughs> whoever says, like, I, I'm just laying next to a stranger. It's like, we know that is the point, <laughs> and you yeah. just have to dive in. And so the point being, like, Heidi and Mike are like, yes let's cuddle like let's kiss like let's get into it also i feel like whenever i watch this show i i'm not saying that a natural like love can't grow from from not an instant like attraction but i i do feel like when you first start dating someone you're usually like very like excited to like cut like even cuddling or watching tv is like exciting and like you know whatever so i feel like it's a good sign and i'm saying this knowing what happens later in this episode but it's a good sign (laughs) if you're like immediately like i just want to be by this person and hang out with this person and like even just laying in bed is fun for us because i feel like that's what the beginning of a relationship should 
you should be excited about those things, you know? Absolutely. I think you like nailed it on the head. Um, yeah, you, you should be excited and you just need to have that willingness to just like dive in. And yeah, I love that we've said all this knowing <laughs> how horribly wrong it goes. <laughs> um, let's get to that. But before we do, I do want to say that like, I feel like the, the locations of these honeymoons is one, impressive, and two, I do feel like perhaps they they like had their money on certain couples because some got to go to like Fiji and New Zealand and uh, Thailand. And then one of the couples just went to like one of the islands off of Australia, which again, I don't know anything about it. So it could be like the equivalent of like a Hawaii for us. I mean, they did seem excited. Yeah. They, they did seem like that was a big deal, but I agree. I mean, some people are going far away and yeah. then some people are like, you know. Three. Like if they were like Fiji or like, I'm trying to equivalent it. Like Hawaii, I would love to go. It seems beautiful. I have never been. I'd be but excited. Like Sarasota. <laughs> like. <laughs> if they were like, if they were like, okay, you guys get to go to Bangkok. You get to go to Fiji and you guys are going to Miami Beach. Like I'd be like, okay, I mean, that'll be fun, but it's not Fiji. Yeah, it's just in comparison. It would be like <laughs> just Miami itself, fine. But yeah, like they're going to Fiji. <laughs> going to Miami. I it's uh, yeah. I mean, but I interesting though, like different climates that they're dealing with. Like nothing is quite the same as far as like the activities that they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, all of the, I'm, again, I know nothing about the, I, I couldn't even like get the name of where they were going. Cause I, I kept trying and I was like, I don't know what they're saying. Um, so I could be completely wrong and just like a dumb American who's like, who cares about those islands? But like, <laughs> I'm just, I just would have been really bummed if I didn't get to go to Fiji or Thailand or even New Zealand. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's just me. Whatever. Maybe they don't have passports. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was like, uh, this you you've uh tied our hands. <laughs> so Heidi and Mark are on whatever the islands are that they go to that I'm dumb as a dumb American. I don't know what it is. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to get into this because they they had a lovely night. They they I alluded mean, to having sex. The, yeah. so things are going great. Yeah, Mike was like, "I'm a gentleman, and I won't say." But he did everything a man like that would like. He said he wouldn't say, but you know that's what he's saying. Yeah, um, it was a very wink, wink. You know. Yeah. yeah, I totally had sex, which was awesome, and it seemed like they were happy about it, which is good. That's good. Um, so they had that, and then. And then, yeah, like, any moment that we cut away to them, like, they're kissing or, you know, everything we've said. They're, they're being yeah. physical with each other and they're enjoying themselves. And But then they take a moment to lay on the beach. And that's when Heidi is like, I don't want it to just be physical. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I think I'm going to open up to him a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when the <laughs> shit hit the fan. In the in the worst, in the worst way. Like I am laughing, not because it was funny. It was like I I'm not joking. I my mouth was like open. I I I <laughs> I was like I can't imagine. Like if you were trying to be an asshole, you couldn't have done a better job. Like. <laughs> seriously seriously and um i've just never seen anything gone go so awry like so quickly to a place that i didn't see it going like yeah so essentially she my dog is in the background if you hear like little jingling it's her <laughs> it's her adorable 
uh, thing that says she got rabies shots. Um, <laughs> but so Heidi basically opens up. And like, by the way, this was not an opening up like, oh, uh, I was, I don't even want to say this because it sounds like, because that could be really traumatic. But I was going to say, it wasn't like, oh, I was bullied as a kid and this is how I like got back from it. She tells the story, which is insane, that essentially she left her house as a teenager was in foster care, um, but didn't really have any support. So she left, lived in government housing, went to school and work on her own. Yeah, just, and that was like her day, was school, work, home. As like a child on her own. And then what does Mike do? How does he respond to this story? Um, <laughs> well... To say it in the way that he does, mm-hmm. he cannot focus. He cannot listen to someone just going on like this. He, like, he even, when she talks about, let me see, when she discusses those things, mm-hmm. he at one point lets out a very loud, impatient sigh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So imagine yeah. someone telling them like your traumatic childhood and he's truly sitting there kind of looking off into the distance and then going <sighs> like shut up is basically what he's saying. Oh, yes. And, and I think she kind of like, like heard that and then was gonna like power through like because i think she was like oh well i don't know if she i don't know because she looked at him but then she continued to talk so i don't know if it was like a maybe he's not getting what i'm saying i I don't know but but then he says how hot is it today (laughs) yeah a great change of subject how hot is it today and I mean, I'm I'm so happy for her because she gets it right away and yeah. she's not having it. And I'm so glad because she immediately is just like, what the hell? Like, you can't listen to what I'm telling you for two minutes? Yeah. And again, this is week one. <laughs> And she wasn't telling some story about something, like, stupid. I mean, this is, like, a story of what makes her her. Like, you know, like, it's such a deep personal story to tell. And then I think the part that made me the most angry of it all Actually, there's two. One, when he said, yes, like she responded to that and he said something to the effect of like, yeah, I know, but I'm not your therapist. Oh, <laughs> oh, like, oh the, the homicidal thoughts that I had. I mean, the way she, because I would not have been as kind as she was. No, um, I mean, frankly, there's no call for being that kind. No, no. And then he consistently referred to what she was talking to as ranting or what she was talking about as ranting it's like i'll show you ranting bro i'll fucking show you what ranting is in a second i i honestly i was i was so shocked that i i because because even if like let's say you don't let's say you're like i have a hard time dealing with emotions or what i don't know whatever you at least are polite. Like you sit there <laughs> quietly and you say, wow, what a crazy story or whatever. Yeah. It's not hard to go through the motions of just like nodding and being like, wow. Or like, uh-huh. Like this is relationships 101. <laughs> it's so like. wild. And I think if I could add a third thing. Mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Please do. Made us mad. Therapist ranting. And also his reason for um like not being able to just like listen for that long is he's like i get it i already get the point <laughs> and i feel like 
he didn't need to keep going on about it. I'm like, oh, you get it? Why? Because <laughs> you grew up the same way? Like, he even said to her, just like, you know, I felt like you had a point and then you went away from it. And I would just like to get back to that point. And I'm like, you are so, he finally said about himself what I was thinking the whole time, which was, oh, that's why you're 44 and single. Right, right. He did. <laughs> I, I Yeah, and I will. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is actually. <laughs> like, nailed it. <laughs> I, I love the idea that he was like, what I wanted her to say was like, grew up in foster care on my own. Had to do it alone. Your turn. <laughs> that's why i might be closed (laughs) off (laughs) he was just like all right just give me the bullet points i don't need it (laughs) maniac can you distill it down for me because ain't nobody got time for this shit and And i i really wanted to like jump on twitter and see like everyone dragging but I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna like spoil this whole season for myself so I couldn't but I was just like I was so shocked and I I, watch a lot of reality tv and I was just like what I don't know what he thinks like let's just say that they do go on and like Uh the rest of their lives together like does he think nothing's ever gonna go on that they need to talk about like (laughs) I (laughs) And especially because, like, if you're sharing a life with someone who had such a, uh, I don't want to say traumatic because I don't think she said traumatic, but, like, such a um, unique lifestyle or or difficult growing up, like, those are important things to know if you want to have children or how someone deals with with trauma or with emotion. Like, those are important things to know about a person, like, if you want to support them, you know, and, like... (laughs) And he's just, just like, like, don't need it. Bullet points. <laughs> what a so maniac. about a relationship that, like, first I was like, yes, they are made for each other to... Uh, yeah. I don't know how you recover from that. Um, I don't either. And luckily, like, you know, where they leave it in the episode, she gets it immediately after this she's like all i wanted him to do was touch me and now all i want him to do is not touch me he's gross and i'm like yeah yeah and she seems so like truly she seems so lovely like she's like fairly up for anything she's like in a good mood most of the time that we saw her her hair is beautiful (laughs) right like you fucked up dude i don't know what your deal is all right what can we go from a horrible example there to what I thought was knocking it out of the park? Sure. Oh. Sorry, checking the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrell and Nick. Yeah, yeah. So this is a couple. I believe they went to the winter climate. They were in New Zealand, so I assume they were in mountainous yeah. area. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, I don't. <laughs> this is me just being very dumb about the rest of the world, but uh, I think I don't know. I, New Zealand, I don't know the climate, but yeah, hey, they there was snow. There was snow, and it was the first time she'd ever seen snow, which was. A little hard for me to to handle right now because <laughs> we have about three feet of snow outside and it's like negative nine degrees here. So it's a little little tough for me to like enjoy watching her enjoy snow for the first time. But absolutely, been there, done that, just a little bit. But um, yeah, yeah, and and so they're like a late twenties couple, and. They seem to be having a lot of fun together, but she does bring up the point, like, you know, I feel like I'm opening up to you a little bit, and you're not doing the same with me, and he's just like, yeah, well, you know, like, he's just very standoffish, like, there'll come a time for that, like, Mm -hmm. there's a time and a place, and that's not right now, and she's just like, I mean, she doesn't love that, but she's like, okay. Yeah. Um, And then... But then there comes that time where he does some nice stuff for her. Like, he sets up a beautiful room with paddles. I don't like how he, 
reacted. I mean, he was probably very nervous. So I get that. But he, he, I didn't like how he was with her because he surprised her with the room mm-hmm. and she loved it to the yeah. point where she was like getting emotional in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was like, I can't believe someone did this for me. It's so sweet. Yeah. And he was just like, why, why are you getting upset? Like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love it. But again, he was probably very scared to discuss what he discussed. Yes. Which I don't know if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so basically, <laughs> <laughs> again, not funny, just, you know, a very, he, he basically like tells her that four years ago, uh, he found out he had cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it, it, he didn't really explain what kind of cancer it was stomach or something. He said he had a stomach ache and he went to the doctor to get tests. And, and then he found out at 24 that he had cancer. Yeah. Um, he had surgery, he had chemo, all of it. He's cancer free now, which is yeah, but like a very traumatic, obviously like experience, very tough thing to go through. Yes. And the side effect that he, and, and I thought she like was so lovely in saying like, um, I'm so sorry you went through that. I get now why you were a little shut off to sort of share all this with me. I'm so sorry. And I thought she was lovely and responding like, I get why it took you a while. And then he's like, wait, there's more. But also, can we just say like, she said everything that Mike should have said to Heidi. Of just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I hear you. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I get how that has shaped you as a person. And thank you for opening up to me. All like, Just everything you want. Right. And then his response was that um, the side effect to whatever they did uh, in terms of the surgery was that he is no longer able to ejaculate, Um, which I (laughs) I don't want to laugh because it's not funny, but like I, I think the long and short of it is that he would have that he produces sperm and so that he could father a child but not unless they did IVF which by the way very important thing to talk to your your partner about mm. super important but like i feel like like starting the conversation with like oh i could still orgasm just nothing comes out <laughs> <laughs> like like what what was he most worried about like hey don't get me wrong. I still get off. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like when he was alluding to whatever his big news was, uh-huh. I kind of gathered that it would probably be about like not being able to have children either at all or easily, but that it was that he can't ejaculate. That threw me for a loop. Yeah. And. <laughs> Now it only, it it only like struck me because, um, like, again, he, he's, I, I, maybe he was just nervous and this is like the, it's the way to like ease into it because in, he actually did have sort of an interview in that portion. And he said, the first thing that people usually ask about is, can you have kids? And so maybe he was trying to like couch that, but it was just like such a strange, like I can't ejaculate. I still orgasm. And then he said, I thought the detail that I didn't need was that it goes into his belly, into his stomach. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't need to know that. And I, I have a lot, I, you know, whatever. You're just going to give us that, but you're not going <laughs> to. But in the end, I do think she was like lovely about it. She was just like. Um, oh, she, I mean, she was the best. She didn't even, it wasn't. She admitted that it was like a lot to take in, which I think is fine because yeah. it is. Like yeah. you don't have to pretend like yeah that this is all roses. But yeah, she was like, but you know what? Like if we continue to go down a good path and like having kids is like seriously on the table for us, like we will figure it out. I mean, which I was think was lovely. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm in awe of her and like (laughs) 
I just going from one extreme of like a dude being like, well, I can't even stand listening to this. It's boring to like this lovely response of like, thank you for sharing that. Like, it's important to share that if we're, if we get to that point, then we're partners and we'll figure this out. It was like so lovely. And like, (laughs) again, like the basic thing you would say in a relationship, like, I would hope. And (laughs) You could tell he appreciated it. Like, yeah. you could tell it brought them closer together, and it was a big relief. And, yeah. like, they are moving forward very solidly. Can I talk about something really not important in in relation to this? <laughs> but in this episode in general, when did we all decide that, like, flower petals were romantic? Mm, and this is, I mean, this trope, runs deep yeah in real housewives of salt lake city the episode that we watched together i mean it (sighs) and every every honeymoon suite that they showed in the beginning of the episode when they were showing all of them had flower petals on the bed and i'm just like so does somebody come and clean that up before the end of the night do you have to like put it somewhere like i i just like right on them i don't know (laughs) You climb into bed and they're just under, like, they just slowly fall off. Like, I I just, I don't like it. <laughs> well, I agree that, like, I think that trope has been so ingrained in us that, like, we might think of it as, like, a sexy thing. But if you actually, like, ask me what's sexy about it, I can't tell you. <laughs> like. Yeah. Thing, I just know it's supposed to be. Yeah. I think it's just, I mean, even, like, if you think of, like, Bachelor, Bachelorette, like, all of that is rose and rose petal related, and I don't know. I I just, maybe I'm not romantic enough. No, I think it's, I I think when you actually analyze it, I I don't know what's hot about it. (laughs) I just know I've been told this is hot. Yeah, and I would say especially in, in Salt Lake City, like if you're if you're like contracting your son to do it for your wife, it's not it's even less sexy, but Yeah. 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 Um can we move on to I, I wanna talk about Jules and Cameron really quick because I feel like that's a good middle ground here where like it's a great middle ground. Yeah. I feel like are they really boring? They're a little boring. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think they get along or like do you think they are attracted to one another? I I'm more sure that he's attracted to her cuz I feel like hmm. he does a short interview where he's like not only is she beautiful but she's got like that X factor. Okay. Okay. I I guess I don't really know if she's attracted to him but she liked because they're, they're the ones that, like, go near a waterfall, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they go they go kayaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like it's a little unfair for him to be, like... Because he's the one who, like... Is he... Now I'm forgetting who's who. <laughs> no. Okay, they're the ones who go kayaking, and then they go to the restaurant, and she, like, wants to ask him about having kids, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. I feel like he was a little like unfair to be like you're not someone who goes kayaking let's go under a waterfall. Yeah. It seems like a a big step in in the kayaking world. I mean, can I just say I didn't even know whether or not he was fucking with her? <laughs> say- <laughs> he sort of said it like you know, this isn't real, but I'm just going to mess with you cuz I know how much you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if they were actually supposed to do that or not, but from her point of view, when they get near the waterfall and they tip over, she was like, "Oh, he's a protector," because like I guess he showed <laughs> he didn't let her drown. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, from her point of view, yes. It's good. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't know if that was real or not. Um, and then, I thought yeah, he was kidding at first too. Like. Yeah, I was like, do you go? Like, <laughs> that water's coming down pretty hard. 
they also were one that were like pretty cuddly in the beginning, I believe, right? And yeah. I feel like I was like, I can't believe how many of these people are cuddly. Like maybe this is like a weird American thing where we're like all prude and don't cuddle with people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I had the same thought. <laughs> they do. They go to to dinner and she wants to bring up kids because she knows she wants a family. And I think like I think it's totally valid that she wants to know that. But I guess what I'm more concerned about is if that's such a deal breaker, why didn't that come out like in the first episodes when they're pairing people? And you would think that they would not pair someone who knows they want a family with anyone other than another person who knows they want a family. Totally agree. I wrote that down. I, I was like, if, if that's not something the experts ask, like that it should be because that's like such a huge deal breaker for some people. Like, absolutely. Like, I'm not saying some people can't be like, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe not. But if you're with someone who's like, absolutely, it's one of my top priorities. Like that's important. Like that's yeah. really important. So I, I don't blame her for wanting to bring that up, but I'm just like, it's weird that the onus was on her in this moment uh, <laughs> to do that and talk to me here what a weird thing she brings it up mm -hmm. and she says like you know would you want to be a father and i mean it was some weird reality show like um misdirection yeah i i i felt like it was an edit and 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 to make it more dramatic than it probably was because she was talking to him about his job, which I don't even remember what he does, but it must be something with kids because she was like, does that make it? He plays cricket and then he coaches kids, I guess. Okay. Okay. Cause she was like, does that make you want to have kids or not have kids kind of thing? And the first thing he says is like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> confusing at first he's just like more on the no side yeah i think i i really do feel like that was like some sort of weird edit yeah um that because i don't think you would like yeah i don't i feel like if you want to have kids you wouldn't say it like that <laughs> like because it was it was a big like exhale moment where she's like asking him and then finally he's like of course i do <laughs> like i don't know how we got from one place to the other but good for you kids yeah um i don't really have anything <laughs> like i just thought they were like kind of boring i don't know like yeah they're a good middle ground like they could go any which way at this point um yeah so then we let's move on because i'm gonna i'm gonna leave ning and mark for the end because i feel like they are <laughs> They are something to, to, to discuss. So what do we have? Melissa and Dino? Uh, Melissa um, and Dino. Now, um, I think I know who they are. I think they're the most fun because you're just like, I don't know how the fuck this is going to work. <laughs> um, they're, yeah. they're a couple of wild cards. They, I don't know what about them seems like a good match. Like, no. I think they both seem fun and like they both seem like up for new stuff but well, like <laughs> I feel like if a, if someone if someone you're dating is like I had a dream about Shiva and it's really important that we do meditation and you're like blah like that's kind of a big deal <laughs> yeah yeah um and sorry go ahead uh, yeah, I just love how kind of strange they both are and just trying to imagine how in the world they're going to, like, come together Yeah, and, and do this. I also, okay, she's the one who said that prior to this, she was single for eight years. Yeah, yeah. I just want to ask you, Nicole, is there any way in your mind that you would have been single for eight years and then you're like you know how i'm gonna get out of this mm -hmm. marriage to a stranger i just think that's a weird thing there was someone like this in the american series too yeah it was like single 
10 years and then yes. it's like let's go yes. a marriage yeah I think um I I'm not gonna be good to answer this because I am married and I have children but I was never someone who like wanted to get married or have children <laughs> like like I, I and I'm not I, I really I want to be really careful about how I say this because I, I I have no like no shade to anyone who's like as a girl like a little kid I knew I wanted to grow up and be a mom and like right, but that like wasn't you it and just it wasn't, wasn't me and so I but I I do feel for people who maybe are like all I want to do is be a mom and I'm 35 and I haven't met anyone or I just broke up with a long-term relationship or something, you know, and, and being like, that's, that puts me out another three, five years. And it's just, I, I mean, I kind of get that idea, but on the same token, like, are you going to get married to a stranger and have a child with them within like a year? Like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I guess I see what you're saying. I mean, you make a good point that if that is something you've had your heart set on for a long time, but I guess the thing that just throws me is like eight years single, like in eight years you, yeah, I don't know. That's just. What was, do you remember what her job was? Like, does she have like a really demanding job or something? I don't remember. I actually, except for the guy who played cricket, I did not, I don't even know what these people do. I know they kept like they put stuff on the bottom and it like it went in and out my brain like immediately like I just did not even Absolutely. I mean because I, I could see that if you were like someone who was getting like a doctorate or like something where you just didn't you just were so focused on career or something I don't know but yeah, yeah if you, I feel like if you I mean if you think about it well she was like all of them essentially were like late 20s early 30s like Eight years is a good portion of like the dating time if you were really interested in getting married and having children. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I I don't. She's she's here now, and I can't wait to see how she and Dino come together. But what's funny is like, so they are these like two wildly different people, but then she kind of has one of those moments where she's like, you know what? This is weird and I don't know how it's going to work. I'm just like going to go for it. And she like kisses him and that kind of like sets up a better dynamic. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I think that, I think what it is, is that she is just super awkward. And I think that's, I think as a person she's fine, but maybe with another in a relationship because the kiss was kind of awkward, but it was like sweet and like the, like, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. Which <laughs> but, is like, as we've said, I think that's the attitude you need to have. Like, yeah, it is going to be awkward. So just dive in. But, but in r- related to that, when they were putting the mud on, like <laughs> my, it was my, it might've been my favorite part of the episode because there was like, so they're in this like, you know, like natural mud bath type thing, like spring or whatever it was. I don't know. And she's like rubbing mud on his body and like she's doing it in such a non-sexy way. <laughs> like she said, like in her interview, she was like, this is nice to like touch his whole body and like it's very sexy. But like the when you like every time they cut back to her, she was just like slapping it on and like, <laughs> like lift your arms. Let me get it was like very surgical. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I relate to her awkwardness a lot. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm and I'm not making fun because it was like she was like, I'm going to get in and do this. But like it was so like. <laughs> It was just like not sexy, but like she was just like, this is really sexy. <laughs> and she also said something like to like um it was nice to have a partner to rub mud on because normally I'm just rubbing myself and I was like, oh and then she like laughed and she was like, Oh no. Yeah, she's like nothing's coming out the way that it should. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I liked that about her. So I, I mean, I'm rooting for them. I just don't know that I would have, if I, again, like if I had known them, I wouldn't be like, yeah, Mel and Dino, they would work out great, but who knows? Yeah. I want these crazy kids to, to make it work. <laughs> I think we talked about Jessica and Mick a little bit. Cause she, Jessica is the one who's on Instagram a lot. I mean, yeah. that's, just going nowhere and yeah and she got very angry when he suggested that but um I have to be honest I think she might be on here for the Instagram (laughs) yeah yeah well and she was even annoyed with him before like she just she doesn't like his jokes she doesn't have personality and then yeah he's like you're on the phone a lot taking horrible pictures by the way (laughs) she needs some like influencer training like blurry as hell um and yeah she gets so mad about that when she doesn't refute it she sure didn't no she did not (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know that's just not gonna work out I think we could safely say I I think it's I I again I did not spoil myself on anything but I I truly don't I think it's going to work out. And I will say, like, prior to him asking her about the Instagram uh, thing, one of – so they were – they basically were – they had a box where they were asking each other questions to, like, get to know each other better. And the the question she pulled out was, like, what was your first impression of me? And he was, like, I thought you were beautiful. He used some slang that I didn't know. And I thought – I was, like, oh, I'd like to rehear that, but I didn't get it. But basically that she was gorgeous. And she said, I didn't – think you were the kind of person I'm normally attracted but there were aspects of you that I could be attracted to and I was like oh like <laughs> wow. been like I gotta go coming baby like you really know how to charm somebody imagine if someone you were on a date with said well there are aspects of you I could become attracted to I'd be like Oh, <laughs> why do you fucking hate me let's just leave. Be like, check please I gotta go oh just terrible just terrible I will say I was like I became I because she just they clearly are not going to work out I mean they clearly are not but I then became obsessed with her with her dress because like what like it it looked great I'm not I just don't know how you keep a dress on your boobs like that I think it's got to be tape right I would assume but I'm the last (laughs) You could offer any yeah. insight into that. It looked great, though. I mean, but again, I just I became uh, that's where my main, my mind started going was I was just like, are those taped up there? Like, how do you how do you do that? How do you wear that? Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. You want to get to Ning and Mark? <laughs> I just the first thing before we actually get into oh, the. Yeah relationship is I just want to remark how funny I thought it was they do this montage with like every couple Mm -hmm. and they talk about like you know these couples are doing activities because that's what's fun and that's what bonds them sure yeah and it's all like pretty pretty like um I, I don't know how to say it but like activities where yeah I can imagine you would bond because Two of them like jumped off this thing. It was like bungee jumping. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know there were a couple of other like quote unquote dangerous activities. Yeah. And for Ning and Mark, it was kissing a fish. Swear <laughs> to God, like they didn't. They weren't doing the same activities. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Ah. <sighs> Well, I don't, you, you got to start. I, I okay. I, I do want to say that like, this has been this uncomfortable for like, so I did watch the episode where they got married. Okay. Um, or at least the portion where they got married. I don't know if I watched the whole episode, but um, she is very much like, <sighs> she says that like, she has a hard time trusting folks. And so she often pushes them away and she uses like, humor-ish but it's always very like kind of mean and like yeah like I didn't see any humor I saw meanness yes yes 100% and so when they got married 
when they first saw each other or whatever, he was like, you're beautiful or whatever. And she, she just like said some really mean things in front of everyone. And then like he said something and she's like, oh, gross. You're always trying to f- find reasons to touch me. Stop touching me. And he was like, uh, okay. And he like said in his interview, he was just like, I think she was, I could tell she was very, very nervous. So I think it was just awkwardness or what. And so he gave her like a lot of grace in that, but like, she just continues to be so mean. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if it's one thing to like be standoffish and to be one of those typical people who's just like, it's a stranger. I don't know. Yeah. But just actively mean. <laughs> it's like very, it's very, it like, it It was like that hurt people, hurt people. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, because I, <laughs> because one, I will say that like, if you're like even relatively enjoying the person you're with, being in that pool in Thailand by yourself looked amazing. Like yeah, you said, like, isn't this is pretty romantic? And then she like she went in for the kiss because she was like in her interview, she said, I just felt like let's let's let jump in and actually try this, right? Yeah. So she goes in for a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> And it was an awkward kiss as well. I think, I think because like she wanted to do it, but she didn't. Like she, yeah. she actively, like once he got into it, like was trying to like pull away already. So yeah, it's a mismatch in the energies. Y- yes. Um, and then when they come up for air mm-hmm. he does say very quietly yay <laughs> <laughs> and she says no no yay <laughs> and then I believe she swims away and kicks water into his face <laughs> mm-hmm. which is very um it 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 felt like the like if you were in junior high and a, a a person that you liked was like I actually think you're really cute and you're like oh my gosh thank you so much and they're like JK bye like that hurt <laughs> it was that level of hurt in my in my body watching it like <laughs> absolutely I do want to clarify though Nicole what would happen if you were kissing a guy mm-hmm. and you stopped and he quietly said yay <laughs> I think I would just laugh I'd be like did you say yay <laughs> right like I'm not totally like against her and thinking that was bizarre but I wouldn't be mean about it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean it was hard because like I, I think I think he was trying to be like <laughs> I'm glad you're opening up, but yeah, the the yay was a weird choice. <laughs> it, was, it was sweet in that. That is, I think, what he meant. Yes, I I do as well. Um, <laughs> oh God, it was so. I truly, it was just so cruel and hard to watch. Like, especially because I think he was like, okay, like. He said in his interview, like, oh, she's really hot and cold. And so I think he was just trying to, like, support her, like, putting herself out there. And she immediately was just like, duh, don't be dumb. Bye. I mean, he he does give her a lot of the benefit of the doubt. And I would have been more upset than he was. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think they left on a good note. So what I love is she was like, you know what? I do have to do something nice for him. Because she's like, I don't think I've been the nicest. (laughs) So she does this like traditional Thai thing where if these two things float together in the water, that's good for the relationship. Mm -hmm. If they float apart, it's bad. What a thing to choose, though, that will so obviously like portend like yeah um but and then 
it goes well and they do kiss again i mean she seems like she seems like the kiss is so obligatory like she does it she pulls away like good we did it um yeah but i don't know i I mean she says she has like a lot of trust issues i she has children so i don't know what the i from what again from what i saw i don't know that they like went deep into like her her past of like what the the trust issues were she did say something to the effect of like um when her mother i think she she's uh thai so when her mother uh immigrated to australia she left her in thailand for some period of time until she brought her over and so she said she has a lot of like abandonment issues and she mentioned something briefly about her children's father so i i think that to give her any like credit i think that she does probably have that whole like get them before they get you mentality but like (laughs) at the risk of sounding like uh what's his uh, uh mike that's stuff that you gotta talk to your therapist about like prior to deciding to marry someone that you've never met before (laughs) that's the thing is you know whatever she's gone through like that's valid and i'm not here to talk about that but you why did you choose yeah this path then (laughs) you know i mean i'm rooting for love for all of them i want them all to work out that's simply not going to happen (laughs) no no (laughs) I, I mean, I don't know what Married at, at First Sight Australia's track record is, but I will say the American version is um, not great. There were a few couples. It's like, if you're lucky, there will be one from you. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a less than, because I was like, I, well, if they meet 50%, that's average, right? That's good, right? And, and, and it, I don't think it's 50% even. Oh, no, no. It's um, probably, like, truly 33%. There is one couple from, um, there was a Chicago season, and there's one couple that is still together from the American version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I first met, like, I was just like, these two are going to, I just know, like, these are the type of people I grew up with, and, like, they will love each other. Like, this is, this is like, everyone I went to high school with and oh, their husband. <laughs> Like they're they're I don't remember anything interesting about them. Like <laughs> the Chicago couple? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I uh I think like their biggest argument was like like do they stay in the city or move out to the suburbs or something like that. Like which is like anyone who's from that area like has that conversation with their partner at some point because you're just like, we were hip and in our twenties and now we can't afford space to have children in the city. So <laughs> yeah yeah oh my goodness i actually so i want to talk about one more thing before we end and this was the next time on and um i think we 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 gave mike a lot of a a lot of trouble in this this review that we did or whatever we call these um but did you did you happen to see the next time on i don't know that i did all right um they they're gonna have some more couples and they previewed a couple um and the guy very like conventionally attractive looking fella like modely type square jaw conventionally attractive the woman same gorgeous beautiful uh and they they show them getting married and then they like have a cut to an interview shot of him and he says something to the effect of like i'm not used to being with a girl as big as elizabeth and this woman was like (laughs) like i pray to god he was talking about tall and we just didn't realize how tall she was or something because it was i was like motherfucker if you tell this woman she's big, I'm going to, I will get on an airplane, COVID and all, and come find this man. I will find you. I, I did see that. And I think I was um, just so filled with rage about that, that I forgot it. Well, you, had, you blacked out. <laughs> Holy shit. 
holy shit. Yeah. I want to murder. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they might still be together happily. (laughs) I mean, it's worse, right? Like, a guy says, I'm not used to being with a girl this big, or a guy who's like, bullet points of your trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Uh, could you could you powerpoint your your trauma for me please i can't i can't focus visual person like (laughs) i need more visuals oh god okay well we'll we'll wrap it up here did you have anything else we we overlooked gosh i don't think so except yeah i think it's so interesting that we met the relationship expert like twice Mm -hmm. like nobody else and i like it just let the couples do their thing I, you know what, Australian reality TV, UK reality TV, they do it better than we do. Like we, we, look, I, I don't want to disparage my favorite thing in the world, but in terms of like the UK and Australia, it's one of the reasons I love the challenge has expanded its universe because they just know what they're doing. They just know reality television. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, no arguments there. They get it. And, <laughs> um, I feel like once you go for your reality TV to another country, you don't go back. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I'm watching Australian Survivor right now. I I have a problem. I've watched Australian Big Brother. It's very good. It's just, it's just you know, they do it good. So, so with that, will you watch it again? I would watch it again. Ooh, yeah. I would watch it again. Yeah, I'm invested in knowing if these couples make it. Well, at the very least, we could swing around towards the end and see, or at some point I can actually look at the Wikipedia page and (laughs) (laughs) try to decipher it. I couldn't make sense of it the first time, but maybe later. Yeah. All right, Dana, anything else you want to plug? Um, not at this time. Well, thank you as usual for being on and we will, we will have you on next week as well for the foreseeable future. So thank you so much. Thank you, Nicole.